Oh, sir, I don't like it. Salutations, dude. I am so happy to see you. Like, Thank you. even if I'm not seeing you, I'm still seeing you. Yeah. That's the thing I noticed about uh, not seeing people at all is you are surprised by the people that you kind of want to see. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, you're just like, what the fuck's what is that? I mean, I know I see you probably once a month in real life. But yeah. even then, it's been like a few months. I'm like, I wonder what, he, what he's doing. What's, he, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, the world just turned upside down. It ended. It got like the zombie apocalypse came, and then we all kind of got used to it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so weird. I haven't done stand up in three months, I don't think. Wow. At least. And that's the longest I've ever gone in my entire career. Me too. Obviously. And it's so, it's weird because I'm just running shit by my wife, and she's like, shut up. Stop you know? talking to me. Yeah, like I'm doing. I, I I was I'm doing impressions. I have no business doing. Like I've <laughs> I've been killing this this fucking um, Tom Selleck impression. We watched this stupid show Blue Bloods. He's on, mm-hmm. and and everything is a goddamn speech with him. And so I had this mustache going for a while, and I really felt like Tom Selleck. I had a mustache, mm-hmm. but I'd make mustache face, and she got so fucking sick of it. I thought she was going <laughs> to divorce me, but. Alas, it's still here, you know. Nice. And so that's what I'm doing is I'm doing stupid impressions that I can never use. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I've actually maintained a pretty good schedule, but like, yeah, human contact has just not been a thing other than, you know, my wife and dogs. And then I have some friends that I go social distance eat with every once in a while, but it's yeah. weird. It's a weird new normal, you know? It is like having a circle. I've done that where I've done like a circle of socially distanced beers, you know, where yeah, yeah. we still sit in a circle like we're smoking pot, but we're 14 and in a parking lot <laughs> and still don't yeah. know how obvious that is. And yeah. then it's just like, you know, when we say bye, we're just like, uh, yeah, I would say every, every like meeting is like the end of Seinfeld. Like it's just, everybody just goes their own way. You don't really do anything. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's so funny because, um, you know, they're like, they open things up. And so I went to eat at Cantor's with some friends yeah. and you could eat inside. And it was really weird to eat inside because the guy's wearing like a fucking welding mask. Mm-hmm. You know, the waiter is like, I'm like, huh? You know, you can't hear him. You can't touch him. You get salt and like a little individual thing. Like you can't touch a salt shaker. I'm like, this is how shit is for now on. This is going to be, this is going to be a bummer, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like us as a nation is kind of like we're going right now through like what that kid went through in Slumdog Millionaire. And like mm-hmm. we have all of the things that make our lives incredibly we're so privileged. All of these things. Oh, we, have yeah. our, our, we have our friends deliver our groceries, the whole nine. Right. right? Really get right. to be poor sultans. And then now this is happening. And they're like, well, I have yeah. to I have to <laughs> tweeze my own eyebrows. What's yeah. happening? Yeah, the suddenly we falling apart. We live in Mumbai now. Suddenly it's like. <laughs> Because that's the thing. It's like if, if as long as like it, I mean, imagine this without Wi-Fi or something. Like if this shit happened in the eighties, mm-hmm. you know, like people would people would turn on each other. But because there's so much entertainment out there, like I've I've watched the entirety of Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero from pilot <laughs> to to finale again. I you know because I I've got the fucking time. And so mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Can I cuss on here? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I, I act like I'm doing a network thing here. I, know. <laughs> um, I really appreciate you telling me that you think I could make it onto a network. That's very sweet. Absolutely, you could, but none of us <laughs> can right now because the business is fucking shut down. You know, <laughs> like there's even part of me. It's like you're, you're writing scripts, and I'm like, what, what for? Who's buying? Who, who's buying this? I mean, they're taking Zoom meetings, right? Yeah, they are. They are. I mean, show business looking at you from their apartment into your apartment going, Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did an audition for a, a Netflix show the other day from, from home from literally right here, mm-hmm. just a voiceover one. And I'm like, I hope I get it. But you know, I mean, this is, I, I went into my office today and I haven't been in there in three months, humble brag, my home office. And mm-hmm. I hadn't been in there in three months. So like nothing was charged, nothing like everything's wireless, like my keyboard and all that. Mm-hmm. It just shows how much work I've not done during right. this. Um, Cause we were, I was working up until I guess three weeks ago, but I was literally the last writer in Hollywood working our show. For some reason they kept having this work uh, show. Funny. You should ask. It's a comedy game show thing on um, CBS. Yeah. 
and they had us keep writing well into the quarantine, which was actually great. I was literally like one of the 10 gainfully employed writers in town. But then after that ended three weeks ago, it's felt like summer vacation to me. Like it's been pretty nice. Right. Because I don't have to write 15 to 20 jokes a day and research them. Now I can just do whatever. And it's great. It'll get old, but it's great right now. Of course. You're where uh, we all were in April. That's where you're at. You're at yeah. like, yeah it's kind of fun you can drink as much as you want you can smoke dope during the day you know it's like i i'm normally so regimented but my regimen is just you know gone right Mm. now but i but i'm loving it it's 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 quite enjoyable but i i would like the freedom to go like i saw the comedy store was opening up the the balcony or the patio yeah the patio. like yeah so every fucking weirdo in town can come hang out like that's i can't escape anybody if i just go hang on the patio like you know comics like to hang in the back and yeah. so now, you know, like we I like to I, hang by people. We're people adjacent. Yeah, exactly. Like to be in the back observing all the people because that's our job. Our job is to stare at them and make fun of them. Make fun of them. And that's what's mm-hmm. so great about the comedy store is you can separate it. You don't have to mix in with um, farmers and civilians, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. That, they're cool. No, yes, that, that was my joke. Yeah, I said that. That was me. <laughs> Yes. Oh, you, oh, you actually get it where they know your joke? I get it from the other female in the lineup. And then like, uh-huh. you did that one joke about the fisting. And I was like, I don't have a fisting joke. But thank oh, you oh, for well. telling us we're the same. Yeah, they do do that too. <laughs> they do that with black comics too. They're yeah. like, man, that, that stuff you were talking I was like, that was Owen Smith. But thank yeah, you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's even funnier when you guys don't look anything alike. Yeah, nothing alike. I mean, there's more white guys I could pass for than Owen Smith. So it was, <laughs> I was like, wow, you're really that that obtuse in your thinking. But it, it is. And so I think comedians, we, we love audiences, just not after the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just Unless every once in a while you'll meet a pretty astute comedy fan who really sure. kind of knows what Gets they're talking it. about. Yeah. yeah. But like, sh- don't tell me a fucking joke. Like, like that'd be like showing Michael Jordan your jump shot. Not comparing myself to Michael Jordan, but why would you want to show a pro your amateur stylings? I don't. Yeah. I don't get that. Like, but I, I, I think what it really is, and because it's hard for us to think of it outside of ourselves, but I honestly think most of the time what it is, is they feel so appreciative that we have made them laugh. Oh, that yeah. They want to make you laugh. And right. they're only, they only got what they got. They don't got the 15, right. 20 years experience that right. we'd have where yeah. we can make anything funny as opposed to the other way where they have to dig for something funny to share with you. Right. You know? and, and the thing is, though, I wouldn't, I would, if a chef made me a great meal, I wouldn't make him one back. I'd be like, thank you. That was really fucking good. You know, like yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't insult the chef. I'd be by like, trying "Hey, to... I got some mac and cheese and some hot yeah. dogs at my place. I mean, I just, I just want to make something for you yeah. too. I want to, I want to pay you back, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like no, I, I'm good. I'm and good, it's like, but... wait, aren't you a carpenter? Make me something with wood. Make the yeah. cool thing that you do. <laughs> yeah, and then when, <laughs> don't when do I go my on... thing back at me. <laughs> <laughs> and when I go on the road, I'm willing to do it. You know, like immerse with them and mm-hmm. hear all the things and there you you gotta is this gonna end up in your rack you know all that shit mm-hmm. you, I, I got a sketch for you yeah. you know all those things because it's part of the thing to show appreciation but right like, doing a gig in town no i just want to hang out with other comedians and make fun of things you know yeah like, I'm always like, uh, when they when they ask me, am I gonna you gonna put me in your act? I'm like, I don't know. Are you trying to kill me? Because that's <laughs> yeah. probably the severity of the situation it would take for me to want to talk about this experience. That's <laughs> so, so true. It's like the 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 the, the overreach of importance when they say things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, or, or they'll say, you should come hang out with our family. We're a riot. No, you're not. You're just like every other fucking family. Mm-hmm. Your, your your kooky uncle. Your dad says crazy yep. things. I know you. That's you, why you, you related to the family stuff I said. It's because yeah. uh, we're all pretty simple. I mean, we're yeah. all pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I, 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 I miss certain things about comedy, but the, yeah, I, I'll wait until they actually open the stage back up to go mm-hmm. there. Cause just hanging out there, like going to a strip club and not going in, like I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to yeah. just hang on. I don't want to hang on the porch, you know? <laughs> like, no thanks. Have Boone selling me what shit is, all night. <laughs> and he knows the drunker I you get, the come- more I'll buy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to hang out on the porch of the strip club? Are yeah. they going to put the tits outside? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. But, you, you know, the essence of the titties are there. <laughs> they could press against the glass. Hey, that's a good idea. They should have a comic perform through the glass and mm-hmm. put the speakers out there. That'd be maybe, great. Maybe we should run that by Adam. I'm, I'm open for it. 
All those to show like through the that, that signed window. <laughs> just to at least go through the motions of feeling like we're, we've done some stand-up. You know what I mean? Plus, they have the big projector in the back, too. So they could project it on the back, and you could see it through the front if you wanted to watch it. Mm -hmm. yep. Or they could do it on the roof. The comic could be on the roof and then play into the parking lot. Uh, They're not I'm thinking into outside that. the box over there. Yeah. If because we could get a PA system like, up there, that would be great. Yeah. And, it and probably upset like the people on the hill, but other oh, than fuck that. Them. Don't, don't live above Sunset Strip if you're trying to get some Z's. You know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it was, it's just like that itch to do comedy. It's really weird that, you know, we've gone so long without it that I almost kept, do I know how to do it? Well, how will it go? Will we all, are we all going to start from yes, scratch Yes, you again? will, of course. Yeah. Of course you will. Yeah, it's, it's a riding a bike thing. Yeah, you, you'll knock off a little rust, maybe. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Like, just knowing, like, when you get out there and then, like, I, I, I don't even remember my act, at least not the most recent one. You know, like, I never was I somebody who... I think too who... many comics have gotten caught up on that. I think just remember that you're funny no matter what you talk about. Because even if you're like, this fucking dog, I didn't know you could be mad at such an adorable animal. You know what I yeah, mean? Just anything right. that you're experiencing, you're going to be able to make it the yeah. minute you start getting into it. Like, yeah. And we're luckily, we're probably pent up, too. We probably yeah. have tons of Oh, I know of we are. Yeah, we, we, we have comedy blue balls and we're ready to blow a load on an audience. <laughs> that's why I've been doing some of that Zoom shit, man. That's been my methadone. That's It's not the same. Right. It's not at all the same, but it makes me stop scratching my neck for a week, you know? So how, how does that go? Like, do they have, are there like 20 squares up there and, and, you, and, and do, you, do, you, do you do material? Like I do. I yeah. riff too. I riff yeah, because right. now I'm comfortable. So like now I riff about whatever happened, you know, and mm -hmm. then I do a bit that I'm working on that I wrote a new tag for or whatever. Whatever happens. What did that yeah. uh, accent region? I don't know. I don't know. Out. It's it's a mishmash to be <laughs> honest with you. It sounded very Midwest for a second. Right? I don't know what happened. Bob and Sue, <laughs> they went to Gary. I don't hey, know what's going on. I was I supposed know. to be in Grand Rapids last week, so maybe that's what it is. I just okay. have osmosis. It's osmosis. Yeah, it I can tell be. they're talking about me over there you're, in Michigan. You're cooked up. You know they're saying a lot of bad things there, you know? I got no one to talk to, Freddie. I just got to make up people to have conversations with. I'm losing my fucking mind over here. <laughs> I, that's me. I'm going to, I'll get stuck on an accent for a day. I'm going to talk like that the rest of the day now. I'm going to be a hardcore I'm Chicago detective oh no nonsense kind of oh, gay you know oh. I, eat, I eat lasagna i love for that breakfast. about you freddie i really yeah. do hey you know it's like <laughs> i i get a guy i jam him up he jams me up he's going to jail that's as good as that that's, that's just how things go around that's here. how it goes around here yeah guys gotta show some appreciation these speaking of today. uh in the middle middle west have you watched that show ozark everybody won't shut up about I, I, here's the thing. I watched the first two seasons when it first came out mm -hmm. and I was into it. I was pretty into it. Cause I really, who doesn't like Jason Bateman? He's great. I but also like I, Jason Bateman in a serious role because he can't help, but have some comedic funny. timing. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it'd be, it's a dark comedy without intentionally being one. Right. And he's there's really, dark comedy moments. Mm -hmm. he's so likable even in that manner. And so I watched the first two seasons and a lot of times, like if my wife won't get into something, then I'll just either move on without her or, or just kind of just stop watching. Yeah. Um, and she wasn't that caught up into it. And I can't help but feel like, like I kept comparing it. It felt so Breaking Bad. It felt like no Breaking Bad. Well, yeah, no, it's a family no, no doing this. this show. Right. Getting, mm -hmm. Like I couldn't help but see the remarkable similarities, which isn't a bad thing. You know, like if you're going to, you know, model yourself after a show, go after a great one. But I couldn't help but feel like if this show, if Breaking Bad never existed, would this show exist? And so I, I, I didn't keep up with it, but everybody was saying, I guess that third season was something else or third and fourth. I haven't, yeah, I haven't, I just started. So yeah, I'm, so I'm intrigued. I, I'm yeah, I, I like the first two seasons, but apparently not, not enough to, to, to stick with it. Like mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm pretty basic when it comes to the great shows. I like Sopranos, The Wire, of Breaking course. Bad, and mm -hmm. Mad Men. Those are still, I, I still have yet to see any shows that top that. However, I gotta say, Succession on HBO is 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 quickly becoming my favorite really? show. Yeah, have you seen that show? Mm -mm. Oh my god, it's so good. It's it's a drama. It's a comedy disguised as a drama. That's all I can say. But it's really really good. It was voted like best show of last year, like that. And um, what's her name? Uh, Fleabag. I think it was like you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you see Fleabag? I saw the ad for it, but I never, I never, yeah. I never watched it. That was. I'm, but other... I'm so bad at that, dude. There's like 
there's so much new media that I was supposed to have consumed, but I still just I go back in the vault all the time. I'll Me go too. back. I go back from 1989 to 1999, and a tried and true comedy. Like, what did I watch? What did I watch most recently? I think I watched Baby's Day Out. I watched oh. that. That's what oh, I watched. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I, 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 you're not going to get any complaints from me. I watched Dirty Dancing yep. the other day, the original. Big. Then, I watched yeah. Big. I watched oh, Batteries yeah. Not Included. I watched uh, Little Monsters. I watched... Oh, there you go. I, I was talking about Little Monsters the other day. They're like, who's that movie? I was like, Little Monsters, Fred Savage, 1989. Mm-hmm. Ben Savage, his brother, was in it. And yeah. ironically, Daniel Stern played the father, who was the narrator of The Wonder Years, all coming home to Fred Savage, right? Look at all the connections. Look at that. Yeah, it's all the there. Fred, it's I, the Kevin Bacon game of Fred Savage. And then I started after I finished Nine Hundred Twenty. I was like, Wonder Years. I'll watch the Wonder Years again. That was yeah. my favorite show. And yesterday in the trades, they announced there's going to be a Black Wonder Years. I'm like, Oh, the Brother Years. Like maybe I'll try to submit for that because I've seen <laughs> every episode. So I'm like yeah, you. If you I already revisit. know the formula. Why not? Yeah, my wife is always like, Why do you watch things again? I go, Why do you listen to a song again? You know, because it's fucking good. You know. Yeah, well, that's for for me, it was like, okay, if I'm going to be stressed out to avoid that, I'm going to have, it's the same kind of, I treat it the same way, like if I'm doing a new drug or something, like the first time I ever, uh, you know, ate edibles or mushrooms, I always have like a liaison, like something that I then look at and go, oh, that's right, I'm on drugs, this is going to be over. Like Ferris Bueller's Day Out is a perfect example of that. Like Mm -hmm. the first time I ever did edibles, Ferris Bueller was on. Every time I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, yeah, Ferris, we're good. Yeah. We're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. So for this like this high-stress situation for me, I'm going to be like, oh, no, I'm going to watch something that I know is going to make me feel good, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. And it's, it's like putting on a good album. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I've watched so many movies. Like I watched um, last night, I watched The Karate Kid. And oh, then, yeah. Um, yeah. The first I was one? Like, you should have just watched yeah. all three together. I know. I, I, sh- I would have been up till seven in the morning. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's on. It's new to Netflix. I live in the San Fernando Valley. I can relate. Mm-hmm. So I'll watch it. But I enjoyed it thoroughly. And, and they say you remember only 10% of what you see. So say you see a movie, you know, once you've seen it like 100 times, then yeah, I can start to do it verbatim. But it can be new to you again if you don't watch it for a couple of years. What or... is a movie that you can recite like word for word? Do you have a movie like that? I've got, you can, yeah, like... quite a few. So probably um, the movie Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Mm-hmm. From, uh, like if you uh, watch it with somebody else, you might annoy them because you know it so well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, Death Wish with Charles Bronson. But <laughs> I, had, I had a friend over the, the uh, for the 4th of July. Uh, he's a LAPD de- uh, detective and and I make him laugh because we do this Charles Bronson thing all the time. I always do this Charles Bronson impression because he was such a terrible actor, but I love him. Yeah. Because he's always like, hey, I don't know what to do. My wife is dead. <laughs> and so for two hours, I narrated this as Charles Bronson. He was fucking on the floor howling. Yeah. And it was like, like my wife is like, shut up, Freddie. But Nako, my buddy, was just on the ground losing his shit. And so <laughs> I, can, I can do Death Wish probably like Days and Confused. That was big when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's just like, I've seen all of AFI's top 100 movies. So I'm a huge cinephile. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also am not against really bad movies like, like I Howard the duck, you know, mm-hmm. like you name it. Like I, I enjoy a good, bad movie too. So <laughs> well, yeah, now it, it's nice to, you could, um, with like the, how you can watch movies with friends and stuff like that. Then you can mm-hmm. watch a bad movie just to MST3K it, you know, and just, oh, like, yeah. You could just troll yeah. the film. Mm-hmm. It's it's and there's so much trollable stuff like um you know like it's the era of Sharknado something like that can exist and and they own it they know they're bad they're like yeah. we're bad but it's you're watching purpose. yeah you're leading you're into it mm-hmm. yeah what was that movie Will Smith did that hit or uh, that uh, fucking Hitch? Alien no, oh, no that was a big hit um remember last year it was like Alien Nation but it was like a reimagining of it and I think the guy um, John Landis' son did it. Um, uh, God, it, it was like, he was like a, he was a cop, but he was an alien, mm-hmm. you know? And it was, um, men in black nine. It's, it might as well have been, that probably <laughs> did better at the box office, but it was so bad, but it did gangbusters. Like everybody watched it. And so like with Netflix and stuff, you don't have to get people to come to the box. I'm more willing to watch a shitty movie from home. I'm not willing to pay for one. Right. You know, I'm not willing to go out, get dressed. Or you're paying people. the cents, you know, you're paying 50 cents a month for it, for each right. title or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like the idea of going to a theater and, you know, 
fucking teenagers making out and, and, and ooh, people ooh, opening. Yeah. Ooh, I love you, baby. Ooh, I, love ooh, you. Ooh, I love you so much. Ooh, don't tell anybody at school about this. Yeah, <laughs> and they're always just such punks. And I'm at that age where it's like I, I, I'm getting afraid of teenagers, you know, because I remember what I was like when I was a teenager. I'd be like, fuck you, old man. You know, and then I'll have, then I'll have to beat up a kid. And so it's I don't just know, a, man. They seem pretty. They seem pretty demure in comparison. Yeah, they are. To they are. Would. Yeah, they are some pretty bitch ass little motherfuckers <laughs> these days. I got to say, like, if anything, I, I, they're gonna out snark you, maybe. Yeah, yeah, or or take video of you. Like this guy's. This is a male Karen. He's freaking <laughs> out on me. I'm triggered. I was just trying to fuck my boyfriend in the back of the movie theater, and he just keeps like this. This this guy is harassing me right now. This black hairy. Arab Russian looking man. <laughs> this ethnically ambiguous yeah. darkly dark beige man is really yeah. making me feel threatened. <laughs> yeah, there's the but they're the worst. Kids are such pussies today. My <laughs> my sister is a, a um a college professor. She's she's basically retiring. She's tenured because she just can't stand kids today. They're just such little bitch ass pussies, you know. <laughs> like all of them. Like all of them. They all have a reason they can't be they can't work or do something. Mm-hmm. You know, or or go through something that's that's Well, that's kind of where uh I like to I'm a little bit pro shame, you know, cuz before you used to be ashamed of your mental illness, mm-hmm. so you would strive really hard to function with right. it. Right. You know what I mean? And try right. really hard to not seem fucking crazy right but now right. everything it's like now because it's like a merit badge on your fucking brain sash you're just like yeah. oh i have this 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 and this so yeah because that's I'm exact. gonna be mildly inconvenient i can't yeah. i'm just yeah. so weak i just can't do it yeah it's so true and it's like you know some girl like needs like a, a fucking um uh, a comfort giraffe or whatever the fuck like whatever mm-hmm. they whatever crazy animal they create they, they're they're saying they have to bring with them and I'm a dog lover, but if you can't bring my dog, I can't bring my dog. That's that, you know? Yeah. Like I don't expect other people to love my dog. Oh, listen, no, I, I understand that you're anxious. Um, but also your dog pisses and shits where the rest of the people are and the people, yeah. they pay taxes. So they matter more than your stupid animal and your yeah. stupid anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Take a fucking pill. I have anxiety also, disorder. I take a fucking pill. Thanks for not uh, giving a fuck about that dog because it's not supposed to be that high in the air. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking true. It's so, uh, you know, in, in LA too, I guess because we're right in the heart of it. We just see the most, yeah. the most self-centered absurdness you could possibly think of. Mm-hmm. Even with all these people refusing to put a mask on. It's just like, put on the fucking mask. It's just that easy. Just put yeah. it on. Just put it on. You know, like, you're taking my freedom from bitch me. Bitch about it through the mask. Yeah, exactly. You know, just bitch it's, about it through the mask. It's just so funny how everything's politicized, though. You know, like how, like, even that, your safety is now, like, uh, it's like almost like not wearing a seatbelt. Like, who yeah. the fuck doesn't wear a seatbelt? Like, I mean, that's I the forget first thing. to, but I, 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 I would I feel weird. Yeah, I'd feel weird without it. And there's all sorts of dings going off going, put on your fucking seatbelt in the car, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, it's just one of those things where it's like, put it on and say it is a hoax, say it is fake. You still are taking precautions just in case, you know? And I don't think it's yeah, hoax. Yeah, it's like I when know you're on not. your deathbed and you go, hey, God, just in case, I'm yeah. cool with you. Yeah, right. just do that. Make apologies at the end. You know? <laughs> or do like yeah, exactly. Catholic don't shift. ask permission. Apologize after you've already done it without permission. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 I don't know. I, I guess I have plenty of things to hate and I've already started, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we People, should dig into it. Yeah, places, should... <laughs> things. Yeah. Nouns. Okay. So yeah. nouns are your yeah. big problem. Yeah. I hate all of them. We had a, our last dog was a Jack Russell Terrier. She lived to be 16 and she hated everybody and everything. And we loved her for it. Like we thought that was the most adorable. She was like, she, yeah, she was just a nasty little woman and we loved her. Like she was just so, fuck you, you know, like she loved us, but she just like, she would get company out the door. Like time to go. Get your and she has like old diner waitress vibes. Yeah. Like, what oh, do you yeah. want? Give me yeah. a fucking treat. You prick. Yeah. She and was just, just like, you're a puppy. How are you pulling out the, this gravelly voice? She was such a mean little thing that it was, it was hilarious. Like if she, if our big dog was that mean, we'd be dead, but she was so mean and little. It was just, it was fucking adorable. Like we, we couldn't, she was a cunt. We, that's what we called her, the little cunt. Mm-hmm. Cause she was just such a little asshole, but oh, we loved her to death. And now we have this, our little Chola who doesn't, um, She's got no attitude at all. No, she's no. just chill. She's she's chill. She hates men except me on her mommy. Nice. Uh, um, but she doesn't like men or strangers. She doesn't like the pool guy. She's she's very like. I don't know that those men. 
She calls everybody man. Tiene que, tiene que tell, you have to have your family very close yeah. and yeah. to protect them from everybody else. Yeah. She loves her sister, Gertie, the German Shepherd. They're, they're thickest thieves. They're besties. It's so fucking. I always awful. love a tiny dog and a big dog combo. That's so funny to best. me. It's, it's Schwarzenegger and DeVito. It's so fucking cute. It's yeah, just, and even before that was the Looney Tunes, where it was the little one with the fedora yeah. and then the big, yeah. the big, uh, the big, uh, what's it called? Yeah, what are we going to do today, boss? Huh? What are we going to do today? <laughs> and then by the end, he became the leader, the little, the little one. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, these two are thick as thieves, though. They're, they're so fucking funny. Well, let's get into some shit that you don't like. What don't you All like? Right. All right. I have a coworker, and I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when this coworker it, eats, I hear it. And when I hear people eat, now here's the exception. You can crunch. You can't help crunching. But no yeah, slapping. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. You got a crispy potato chip, good french no, fry. Right. Oh. Crunch, crunch away. Crunch, I like crunch the sound a carrot. of crunching. Yeah. yeah. I like to hear my little dogs crunch. But crunch, crunch, crunch. Slapping and slopping. The Once I start to hear that, I will end a friendship. I will Oof. end it. I, yeah, it's over. Don't, don't, don't be. That's disgusting. It's so rude. And it's like, I'll so you be don't in even like office. the sounds during sex. Like if you're getting blown, you don't like those sounds either. No, I'm like, keep it down, or I'll put some headphones on. No, not during <laughs> sex. Not during sex. I just, I don't. Who slurps salad? It's a fucking salad. Like, why are you slurping it? Like, I, you know, I'm gonna name his name if I keep going on. And it's just like, <laughs> and the thing is, I like this guy a lot, but it's like it really put our friendship to the test because every mm. time he'd start with this yogurt, then he'd eat a banana. <laughs> I'm like, what, like you sound like people fucking. Like it who, sounds like he's doing this on purpose. He's only eating like slimy and slippery foods. Yeah. And then he he moves into he moves into uh, his carrots, and of course he he adds extra slap to them. I'll take mm-hmm. the crunch, but crunch, crunch, slap, slap. And then and then um, he slurps his drink. He'll go. I'm like, why do we have to hear you? Like, why? Like, I just, I, and so I've realized I have that, that aversion to people eating that thing that, you know, a lot of people claim to have it. I just can't stand to hear people like slopping and slapping. It's just so, it's. You ever been on a date with somebody where that happened and you were like, nope. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 Did you say something about it or did you just, you made up an excuse? Bye. And and it was like in the nineties when you could easily ghost somebody like, (laughs) lost your pager number what are you gonna do you know like hey i paged you you know that's another one uh i watched to to go back to the movies i watched father's day the other day with billy crystal and robin williams oh yeah and there's so many so many huge uh there wouldn't be a plot if there was a cell phone situations where it was just like, oh, but he didn't, he didn't call me. Oh, no, it was oh, the yeah. payphone. You didn't check your machine. There yeah. was just so many miscommunications that were so easily. And now, like, if you try to write a script about something that happens now, it's like, or you could just text him. Like, they'll, they'll yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, movie's over. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, the whole premise of things, like, we couldn't get in touch with you. I left something with your answering service. Oh, I didn't check. Oh, there was, your voicemail was full. Remember that mm-hmm. excuse? You know, I, and that's way another more thing. close calls like you can pull off in a, in a, in a movie. Yeah. And I hate voicemails. Let me add that to my thing. Who the fuck is leaving a voicemail in 2020? I saw you called. I saw you called. I don't want to <laughs> listen to your, your fucking rant. Like, come on, you know, I'll call oh, see, you back. I always like to leave. That's where I leave. That's how uh, I do what you do with the impressions, but in the voicemails. So it's like, I always doing something stupid. Oh yeah. Because I'll do that. since it's going to inconvenience you anyways to listen, um, yeah. or I'll also just send you a voice memo. So either way, cause that's the same thing now. You don't have yeah. to call and leave a voicemail. You could just hit record and be like, Hey, I'm driving. I'm just telling you the thing. Cause I don't want to text and die or whatever. And I appreciate those. It's like, yeah. it's the ones where I'll do this to my sister. I'll call and leave on her voicemail mm-hmm. and I'll just go, um, La 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 till the end, and I know she'll listen to it till the end because because it's she's just gonna wait for something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's just gonna just in case at the end I say something pertinent, I just go la 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 and I eat up her whole voicemail, and she's like, <laughs> "You fucker!" I listened to that whole thing too. I'm like, "Yep, gotcha." <laughs> my uncle used to get mad at me because my al- I used to do characters on my outgoing message. Like when people called me, they'd have to listen to a character. Oh yeah, and he would he was like. Mm-hmm. he would get so mad because once I found out that bothered him, then I started making them longer and longer. And so then he would leave me less and less messages oh, yeah. because he was like, okay, I don't, how long <laughs> do you, are you going to make me listen to this shit? Just call me back. And I'm like, yeah, but you can, you can just tell me <laughs> and call you back. You could just text me that. Or, you know, you can listen to the show. <laughs> 
I know it is funny to do that. I used to always leave outgoing ones, and then um, and and in the nineties, obviously, a prank calling I would do because like I could oh, do all fan. sorts of different voices. Yeah, Jerky boys, baby. Best. Yeah, yeah. I used to do so that from my. Uh, I was a, a like a thespian in high school, and we used to do that when we were waiting for like play rehearsal to start. We would just grab a and like a, a phone book and just like open it boom call the thing yeah and then call and then see and we would just so we would diy the jerky boys we would just yeah. prank call all these local businesses and stuff star like, six seven before you do mm-hmm. you i think i number. remember i called and uh me and another another kid we called an extermination company and it was me in the background screaming like we were fighting because mm-hmm. i was like so furious that there were so many roaches that my <laughs> cornflakes now look like raisin bran like this is disgusting like i should have married somebody better like i just started going off on this dude in the back and he's like so how much is it going to be and i'm just screaming in the background oh, oh so that's great, great. yeah mm-hmm. that's great i used to call the comedy store and piss tommy off he used to be the booker there and i would mm-hmm. call like as an asian customer i want to bring party at 20 party at 20 i give you credit card number now and i would just start rattling off the credit card number he's like hold on hold on i went no hold on i was like no i want vip vip setting and i call back and be like do you have my reservation he's like i don't have your credit card and he would start yelling and get so mad at me Mm -hmm. and and, and i just kept recording all of those and playing for people behind his back yeah like just just i that was probably in like 2000 2001 when you could still essentially prank call people now it's just it's 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 a lost art, quite frankly. I don't even have a landline anymore, and I've yeah, never no. thought of dialing randomly on my cell phone. If know? anything, like now they have those prank numbers where you just like you give out a fake number, and then mm-hmm. it's just like hey, you got prank call. She doesn't want to fuck you or whatever. It's always <laughs> yeah. like it always sounds like some like shock jock yeah. <laughs> radio character doing it. Yeah, totally. When I was a kid, when I was like twelve, my voice changed, and it got like pretty deep and I could do a real deep like man's voice on the phone mm-hmm. and so that became really fun because it'd be like oh yes this is uh, so-and-so calling from the uh you know the power department mm-hmm. and I get the old jokes to work just because yeah. I sounded like a legit adult you know I'd be like is, is, is your power running and be like yeah it's running you better go catch it and they're like uh, one lady was like oh that one's good do you remember this one and she gave me some uh, I was like oh thank you lady you know it was it was it was funny it was back a more innocent time I guess you know yeah <laughs> you could just reach out and rando dial a stranger. Mm-hmm. Now, if you just say hi to somebody, like a stranger in in public, you're an asshole. Assault. Yeah. yeah. Assault. <laughs> I was assaulted. He said hello. I just, I just said hello. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that's that's it's it's weird. I'm I'm like, do I hold doors open for women still? You know, because it's like I don't I don't want to be out of touch but at the same time i'll hold the door open for a man i hold the door open for the next yeah person, i think that's know? a common courtesy thing I, I don't i think if you if you bow and wait for her to curtsy and her yeah. like howdy ma'am yeah. you know i think if you say how weather will happen today <laughs> top of the morning to you love yeah. Like, I think as, yeah i think as long as you don't make it about them being a woman you're fine because don't have your hand your hand down your pants too I've oh, learned and, that, and but, on yeah. the small of their back don't guide them yeah in by oh the that's the worst too yeah, yeah. see I'm, I'm not a toucher so i've never i'll, I'll never catch a charge because i'm not a toucher and i don't like see to be i am i'm very am. much a toucher so i can't wait till the tables turn and boy do all these guys start bitching about me ah. hugging them. and i'm like whatever <laughs> you liked my titties on your chest motherfucker. <laughs> a nice soft place to visit you know what i mean <laughs> um Hello, lovelies. I hope you are enjoying this episode of No Sir Pod with Mr. Freddie Lockhart of the World Famous Comedy Store. Please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. Hey, if you're not doing anything, write us a nice little review on the iTunes. Mm. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash no sir pod. Make sure you're following No Sir Pod on the Instagram and the Twitter at No Sir Pod. Email us nosirpod at gmail.com make sure you're following me carmen morales at the funny carmen make sure you go back and listen to some archived episodes now let's get back into some shit we can't stand i wish it wasn't so excruciating for me to write i hate like i don't have any of my jokes written anywhere i mean in over it's it's like 13 years i got yeah. like i got lists of words i'm the same way bullet points here and there but mm-hmm. yeah it's all uh, 
I remember uh, I was just talking to a friend of mine and she was like, oh, yeah, remember that joke you used to do? And I was like, no. And I was like, that's funny. And then yeah. she's like, yeah. 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 I'm the same way. I, I, I didn't write stuff down. And so, like, it's like a sh- favorite shirt you had that you just forgot about. Like, mm-hmm. I fucking love that shirt. My God. What the f- that's what I should have been wearing that armpit because yeah. I refuse to throw it away because I love it so much. Why I would have been wearing that every day. Yeah. Why? Why? And it's like, yeah, you hear a joke. I'm like, fuck, that's killer. That's you. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I should. I record things here and there, but yeah, I don't. I don't write it down because I, I always look at it like, and... if like you said, if you're funny, it will it will come. There's a, a bottomless cup of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And if I run out of it, then I'll quit. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's been the whole thing is just having a way to to say the stuff out. That's been fun. Is I've been doing like like writing sessions and stuff like it's basically just riffs where it's just two a few people in the room mm-hmm. we all just throw somebody throws something in the middle and we all just bat the ball back and forth to each other right. like a proper writers and it's just it feels yeah. so goddamn good <laughs> yeah it does it's funny because my writers group um at, at my work we actually kept meeting two weeks after mm-hmm. our hiatus because we had fancy fridays where we would drink and and, and just pitch our shit together and yeah. And so we, after we ended, we kept our little breakfast club together because we had such a good dynamic. Yeah. You know, it was like, um, and it, it's the most unlikely people brought together. And, and when we had, like, I'd been in probably 20 writers rooms and this was the best one by far. Like people just got each other, you know, like mm-hmm. we could construct something so quickly, but there's yeah. something about that feeling of working with others to create something is, is it's so rewarding, you know? Yeah, you guys, you guys uh, figured out your your little Captain Planet for creativity. You know yeah. what I mean? You yeah. You got all the little elements. You know, you got the heart. You got all that, right. and then boom, you get yeah. the, you get Captain Planet. You get magic. And it's, and it's funny because our room leader is this kind of sassy, no nonsense black woman, Vanessa Graddock, and she's awesome. Like she's like, mm-hmm. she just lets us riff and lets us go, and we sidetrack and talk about would you drink this guy's bathwater for ten thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And and what that group understands is we'll sidetrack from the topic, but that helps get the creative muscles going. Yeah. If we're laughing, we're creating. Even if we're laughing at the idea of would you cut your dick off and eat it, yeah. you know, like everybody has a price. And so once we, we, we find that, we can so comfortably talk with each other about the most literally horrific things. Mm-hmm. And it feels good, especially today, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And today's uh, climate when you just can't. So, But when you get with writers and comedians, you can speak. You can you can be ugly. <laughs> that's and that's like one of the things where I've always talked about about like a a, a com- like a safe space for comedians where it's like I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that you are not racist, homophobic, or trying to be harmful in any way, shape, or form. Now right. you go ahead and say whatever you want because you think it's the funniest thing that you could have possibly imagined with right. all of that disregard. Because to me, that's like the real freedom. You know, yeah, yeah. that's real freedom. Is you when you when somebody like. And I think that's a lot of times where uh, comics go wrong is that they're like, they think the audience was giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're not a fucking monster. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) And it's like sometimes too, you know, um, it's weird because it's like you need to be able to say these things. Like you'll see some comics who say it for shock value. Mm -hmm. Like I used to know this one comic, he used to love to call me nigger just in front of other people for the shock. But yeah. I'm like, stop using me as your joke. Like, I'm not offended. You're just trying to, you're, you're using yeah. shock for it's it. It's also hack. Yeah. It's so what's, hack. What's, what's the other game you play? The penis game? Yeah, you know? exactly. So, Get creative. yeah, like, but now if somebody's like super creative with some racism, then I'll, I'll laugh. I'll be the first to laugh. It's just, it's funny, you know, mm-hmm. like, even if it's the, if we're in the back alley of the comedy store and we're having laughs, you know? Yeah. And so, like, it, it's nice to still have that. And I know that I'm not the type of person to say anything that would, basically i don't actually i shouldn't say that that would come back to haunt you in a mm-hmm. sense i i think i've developed as a person but i've never been a, a a controversial person to begin with so and i've always been very mindful of things that i say you know i also just think it's insane that like because everything is like archived and stuff like mm-hmm. the fact that you expect me to remember something that i said right. in 2000 yeah 2002 you know yeah. <laughs> where Somebody's... the world was quite literally different this was pre 911 yeah. you want me right. to remember where yeah. okay okay um everything before 2020 shouldn't count it's so fucking crazy <laughs> but like yeah like i've never hailed hitler i've never said anything yeah. anti-semitic I've, i i'm quite certain of that i've mm-hmm. never you know, said anything homophobic yeah, I, I, or anything. I never black faced it. I never. Yeah. Uh, 
I never I, like all these things people get caught up doing. I'm like, no, never slid into a kid's DMs. No, never. Like I, I, I feel, I don't feel bad for them. I'm like, I've never done that. I've never grabbed somebody without their permission. I couldn't yeah. even imagine it. You know, like, Ooh, a tit. Let me grab. Yeah. You know, like I just what's I fucked cl- up is drunk chicks after the show get a, get away with that behavior. Oh yeah, I, big remember, time. I used to do a, a bit about tits, and then chicks afterwards, like when I was trying to sell my merch, would slam my face in their tits and try to get me to motorboat them. Oh I was wow, like, bitch! What is wrong with you? Yeah, you know? or it, like um the same the same type of chick would be like a one that would like, try to put their gay friends' faces in their tits and stuff like that. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't like this. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's God. like that's also sexual assault, you psycho. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, I've I've had uh, girls grab you places where it's like, whoa, 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 no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like my wife, she used to come when she was my girlfriend would come to the comedy store. She was just like, I I can't come anymore. People just grab you, mm-hmm. like like touch my hair when I used to have hair, mm-hmm. and 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 just people just touch. People are touchy, and I don't. It's weird. I got into a you bar know? fight once because uh, somebody touching hair. I was oh, uh, yeah. out with a group of chicks. We all used to tell market together and uh, sell timeshare over the phone. That's so fun. Then we would go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was very, <laughs> yeah. a very rad group of very uh, mean edged, but still fake, yeah. happy people. And we were out and she had like this beautiful, like the kind of fro where it's like, I used to wish I had a dick so I could fuck it. Like it looks so <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. I think, cause that's, I think a lot of times um, the, the, the white uncomfortability would mm-hmm. be like if you just acknowledged how much you enjoy something like right. i've been saying for years that i have afro envy i remember when i was in elementary school i got a perm because i <laughs> thought that's how you got an afro like i begged right. my mom i saved my own little lunch money <laughs> so i could get a perm and then it wasn't a perm it was didn't have an afro it didn't Hilarious. work I got different i had to learn i had different kind of hair and um <laughs> And I and she had like a beautiful fro like that. And this drunk bitch came up behind her and like grabbed it. And she was just like, oh, my God, it's so fucking soft. And Ugh. and I saw her face. And then I was already like, oh, no, miss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't touch a black person's hair and you don't touch a cowboy's hat. It's, just <laughs> it's bad. the same thing. Yeah. Like I used to have the big springy mixed kid curls and they were, you know, like so people beautiful. Just wanted to touch them. And it was like, I, OK, I get it. Curiosity. But I would never touch somebody's hair. Like I would never ever like smell people just it. Like, touch my hair. People just touch my hair. Though. Just run their fingers through it. Just yes. like yeah. Oh, and and it's very like oh, I don't know you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's also creepy for me because like my dad was into Santeria when I was a kid, so my oh. hair it holds too much of my identity. I don't want you touching it. I don't want you collecting for your shrine or whatever the fuck you got going on. Get out of my wow. head. Get off my head. Get off it. My familiarity with Santeria is from NYPD Blue when they. <laughs> They busted a guy who was practicing back. He had chicken heads and all sorts of shit going on. Yeah. It was, uh, My dad it's like ex- extreme form of Catholicism or branch of it or something. It's, it's or? like if like Catholicism and voodoo fucked each other. Right, right, you know? right. A lot of, so lot of Virgin like, Mary, a lot mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. But a lot, a lot of, of sacrificing things to different kinds of uh, saints and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but then there's also there's also like a lighter side of it, too, where it's like you're communicating with your ancestors. And mm-hmm. so like through these different like entities, like you're supposed to get advice from the people of your past, like they're supposed to help guide you and stuff like that. So Uncle Uncle Hector. Yeah. <laughs> hey, cabrón. Stop fucking up, man. Escúchame. No tiene que estar follando con este putas o que sea. You need to focus and stop it with the hoes. You know, so sometimes you got to cut off a couple chicken heads to make that happen. No, that's cool. Santeria. Yeah, that's that's that, you've got the bad juju. That's or that's voodoo when they said the bad juju, I think. Mm. But, but there's yeah. like there's a you know there's a darker side of it and a lighter side of it. Like too, Puerto Ricans like, and Dominicans are into it, right? Is that is that, if Cubans, I'm not mistaken? Cubans. It's, I mean, it's yeah, it was it's yeah. really big in in Cuba. Okay, yeah. My wife is Puerto Rican, so anytime I can take a jab at her being Puerto Rican, I do. Nice. Yeah, because nice. that's what you do, you know. That's the other thing too is sometimes people don't know if they've earned their way of being petty towards a race. Like oh, right. that's one of the things I've loved. Like I miss is like finding out why somebody feels a type of way about a race like oh yeah uh like you know at a party after a few modelos you hear somebody bitching about puerto ricans and then you just yeah. find out oh you had your heart broken by one yeah oh, okay. yeah so you yeah. don't really i was in love with her yeah, yeah. she you, broke you my just... heart that fucking whore. 
No, that's it. He usually how he doesn't hate Puerto Ricans. He hates Marta. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's just her. It's just Marta Rivera. That fucking bitch. She broke yeah. my heart. Like it was. Uh, it's funny because I'm a mix. I'm half black and, and Italian. It was. I always look at it like, you as a mutt. You had nothing to do with your race. Like so, I was always been like an observer from Mars when it comes to issues mm-hmm. from race. I mean, I speak up where it needs to speak up, obviously, but. Like, yeah, the racism thing is funny to me because I'm like, I, you know, I, all right, I've been called every racist name there is of things <laughs> not I'm even, not. Yeah, they, I was yeah, just going to say, yeah. even inaccurate ones. Yeah, I, I, on the freeway, I've heard every fucking name to the point where it's like, all right, you know, people are just, they just say dumb shit. And, and if you're racist <laughs> in LA, you really got your work cut out for you, you know? Yeah. You're really busy. You know? Especially because they love booking ethnically ambiguous, so yeah. you have yeah. to go through the range, the entire yeah. gauntlet of yeah. things that you could be. <laughs> Gook, no. Respect, no. <laughs> Ruski, no. <laughs> yeah. Arab, no. I, well, when I'm in New York, I'm Puerto Rican. That's all there is to it. I, they, I look Puerto Rican. They mm. look like me. They speak Spanish to me, and and I stay in Harlem. So it was just one of these. Just they they became my second people. Yeah. just out of out of proximity and looking like them you know like i'm that like was... they're 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 black they're latin black hairy good looking people <laughs> you know yeah like they 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 really are they just get a bad reputation when it comes to like puerto rican day in new york or west yeah. indies day in new york like all all the ethnic days are bad irish day it's all the bad you know <laughs> yeah that's why we got to stop celebrating these other flags. And there's only one flag, my friend. There's only one the damn American flag. God damn it. Yes, sure. I'm shedding a fucking tear right now. Hearing old glory <laughs> wave in the fucking background. Mr. God damn the USA. I love it. <laughs> um, but that was another one. It was like my, my, I remember when I was little, my grandmother was always super uh, racist toward Vietnamese people. And I didn't <laughs> understand why I was like, that's to me, that was like so specific. Like why wasn't, yeah. Was she, was she in country? Hmm? Was she in, was she in country or something? Did she see action? <laughs> Fucking Charlie is boo around here. God damn it. Charles is everywhere. Well, I guess it was part that and part, part that that actual war. And then part that she worked at the Radisson with these few Vietnamese girls. And they, I guess like robbed her or something. Uh, like okay. That. Yeah. So that'll it do was it. like a couple of combination of things. And she was falsely tying the Vietnam, which we were there to save the people of Vietnam from yeah. communists, from yeah, Viet Cong. Well, yeah, you know, we were, we, they call it the American war over there. Like we were there to help them. And she's, she's, I we like how she's lumping that in. interfered in a family yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah. Like, we had this taken care of and here come the American. So it was like, like she was taking. We a, said a, Charlie that. that we didn't say we were supposed to save Charlie. Not yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, people will do that. I lived in um, Orange County for a, a, about a year when I was like 19. And, mm. and uh, Westminster is very Vietnamese. And I, I'd had no experience with Vietnamese people, but I found them to be quite pleasant and had good food. So, yeah. you know, I stopped that day calling them Charlie. <laughs> sometimes it just takes a really good beef broth and then you're like yeah. i'm not racist anymore yeah it's, it just left me god look at that i feel cleansed yeah, i'm just slurping soup. it away <laughs> eating loudly to upset my friend freddie in the in the, in the, in the office next to me <laughs> you know what never mind i ate him again Fuck him. <laughs> charlie's everywhere no, I think that Charles and Charles is, it's funny. The Slurping Charlies is the name. Oh, God. That's the greatest punk band ever, Slurping Charlies. Oh, my God. It's so racist, too. And, 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 and all Charles is, it's just the, the military alphabet for, for, for Kong, for Viet Cong, for yeah. BC. And so, but Charlie and Charles, it's just, you know, like, it's just so funny. I, yeah, I watched Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Charlie, Charlie is, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you know your military alphabet? Not all of them. I mean, you know, you're, I know military and police alphabet. I know some of the ten codes. Oh, which which code do you, do you know? I'm a, a, res, a reserve police officer. A reserved one. Yeah. No. I joined the LAPD. Is well, I haven't fully become one yet because I haven't started the academy back up. But when I was forty, I I, I have a lot of cop friends, and so I joined uh, just to stay in shape and mm-hmm. carry a gun. Yeah. And so, um, um, but right now they're going through so much change to that that. I don't know uh, if they're going to go to more reserves or if they'll open the academy back up. Mm-hmm. We don't know. So we'll see. Do you? <laughs> um, yeah, they are. They're going through a lot, but a lot of it um, is their fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, th- th- what, they, what happened is that the LAPD is weird. They, 
the LAPD and NYPD, are they actually both white minority departments? And what they've done is a bad job showing that, that if you're a white LAPD officer, you're a minority. And same in New York. Actually, the rank and file is mostly brown and black. Yeah. And, and so what happened was LAPD. Did well, so huge... is the military. And those are kind mm. of the only jobs you can get when you get out right. of the military is security uh, yeah. or a cop. Yeah, exactly. And so only 10, 20% of LAPD is military and they make that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the new, the thing is, and this isn't defense of LAPD. This is them, you know, a few years ago, they had so much trouble that they're the first major police department to do body cams, which every police department should wear a body cam. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have one second of that body cam missing, you're done. And that's that's their rule and has been for a while. So what sucks for the LAPD is they've actually making huge changes, hiring um, within the African-American community, offering major incentives, not hiring out-of-state guys who want to come here and just thump people, yeah. you know, doing a critical um, mental exam. But because of the LAPD of the past, their reputation is still quite That's solid. what I was going to say. You lived here. You were here in 90. Were you here in 92? I, I wasn't here in 92. No, I live in Phoenix. But I was, uh, I've been in L.A. for 20 years. And even yeah. in that 20 years, I've seen a lot Plenty. of turnaround. So what they've done is they've, they've tried to do a lot of transparency and civilian oversight. But now with so much um, speculation about policing, they're having to blow up a lot of really good programs that they had. Um, because of this. Now, they'll get by. They're a major police department, but... Also, dude, $5.6 billion. Yeah, yeah, especially with New York. They have 35,000 police officers. In LA, there's only nine. Mm -hmm. And so people don't realize it's a very heavily under-policed city. It's just that it's... They mix but the it's sheriffs. over. I mean, this department in particular, I think, is overfunded, and there's less like. So it's like the the cops don't make the money that they're supposed to, right? But they still have have all of this money. So exactly. you, so you just have to spend it, right? So you can keep getting that money, and you spend right. it on fucking battering rams and right. shit that you, shit you don't <laughs> need. Shit you don't need. You know. And so if they if they were willing to say, hey, you got to go to college for a year, mm-hmm. or you have to get an associate's degree and make better people want to be cops. I mean, LAPD starts at like. $57,000. It's not, I would never do it full time yeah. because it's not worth it because it's like, you know, so, um, and, and I'm not somebody who's like gung ho pro police or against them or anything. I just was always like, Hey, that'd be a cool night gig. You know, yeah. it's like to go on patrol a couple times a month and see how it really is mm-hmm. and, and, and try to help people out and give another young black man at least a feeling of security that I'm not going to shoot him. Yeah. You know, like, like at least that's, it's almost like if you want to beat him, join him is the mentality. And so well, it's also fight club mentality infiltrate from the inside. You exactly. Know? And so what people um, and so the LAPD will get through this, but it's so under police that if they use that money and stop militarizing it and start putting it towards more um, um, uh, uh, intellectual police officers, if you will. And there's a lot like well, I, all, like all my cop friends are me. all. Go ahead. Sorry. sorry go ahead. All of my cop friends are like me. They're like Democrat rap loving, you know, like yeah. there's. A lot of people don't know cops. That's what's weird. Is I would I would implore anybody to get to know one, and then right. and then and then make your judgment on them. Is he a racist piece of shit? Is he a whatever? But I think what people will find is if we start humanizing each other, cops humanize civilians. Civilians humanize the cops that deserve to be humanized. Yeah. Then you could start to get some some headway. But when people say defund the police, now we're going completely the other way. Like you have to have police. You just can't have the gestapo you know right That's you can't have this, is, this isn't nazi germany right you, know? you can't have american citizens being beat up and sprayed in the streets you just well, can't also, have they, that they don't need a tank and i'm sorry like i know the department of defense donates a lot of that shit sometimes to to, it's, to different it started agencies. in 1991 and it's a bad idea it is i was like you can melt that you can melt that sh- you can melt that fucking metal down and make something mm-hmm. else out of it you yeah. don't need it the only people that you're going to be fighting if you're if you were militarizing our local police right. is us yeah. So like you trying to start a war or yeah. you trying to prepare for a war that you plan on having in the future? Like, yeah, they need to get out of their car. They need to walk the beat a little bit more. They need to get to know people. And it's just, it, it'll work out. And I employ every black man in America to flood every police station with an application and say, I dare you to deny me. You know what I mean? Like I, I dare you to deny me. Uh, Cause if I want to police the way I think it should be done, you have to take it over. So what people see when they see the NYPD and the LAPD, they see the top brass who are always old Irish guys. Right. Yeah. You know, like hey, the police law and order around here, fella. We <laughs> yeah. won't have any of that around here, yeah. <laughs> but they need to be, they need to be more mindful of what they're projecting when they send some old tough New York cop out there who talks like this and doesn't yeah. like black lives matter. 
You know, it's like that's not a uh, show. Some of the, the the guys that wear hijabs in the NYPD show how many black and Puerto Rican and Dominican cops there are. You know, so it's yeah. like they're doing such. To me, the the major departments are doing such a bad job of saying, okay, maybe something does need to be done. Maybe maybe we well, should. That's the whole thing is it's it's almost like they're being so egotistical about it. Like no, like we're like so digging their heels in, and I'm like being like overly proud about something that could definitely right. be improved like yeah oh, we're doing it because that was always my whole thing like the whole bad apple argument is always no the problem is is also good cops aren't allowed to be good cops like right. there's a lot of people that go in and try to fix things from the inside and then right. you go hey somebody's uh you know because i've watched a bunch of those interviews where people were like i tried i tried mm -hmm. to tell them that they were being there was excessive force i tried to fucking do that and right. it was like either you shut the fuck up or you get the fuck out. Right. And it's, you know, it's, so a lot it's, of times people don't like, if there's any shitty person in the line of command, right. It fucks, it, the, it, whole it fucks the whole thing up. And, and, and it really is from the chief down can be a real example of how, um, see people mistake the LAPD and the sheriff's department all the time. And they're mm -hmm. two separate entities yep. to be a sheriff's deputy. You have to work at the men's jail for a year. And so you come out already with a, a flexing posture. You mm -hmm. come out having dealt with hardened criminals. You, yeah. Everybody from a DUI to waiting murder charges goes to men's jail. And so there's, the, the a lot of times too, it'll get mixed up. There's different um, agencies, there's different departments, but each one, they have to be willing to to go to the community, get to know people, talk to them, know their names, you know, and, 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 and use less than lethal force whenever possible. Because I can say this, the LAPD does this and they're the only police department in the world. Every single police officer involved shooting is on their YouTube page. You can watch it from the 911 call, every single inch of body cam, everything after that, and it's complete civilian oversight. So what scares me is if that gets taken away from them because mm -hmm. they have been so transparent and, and trying to show people what a real officer involved shooting can be like and they're mm -hmm. terrifying just terrifying of course and, yeah. and, and terrifying for the pre person getting shot terrifying for the officer two percent of cops will draw their weapon on duty that's just a fact but the ones that do are seeming to use it too quickly and are seeming too casual and cavalier about taking someone's life whereas you know i just think that they're they should really work on less than lethal force and they should really work on communication well, they should work. I think they should really work on educating them as well, because that was the other thing. And, and I don't know if this is for every state, but I'm only speaking for Florida or, or the, the information that I know. I know is mm -hmm. I had a friend of mine who always wanted to be an FBI agent. He always wanted mm -hmm. to be a cop. He always wanted to be a detective. He always wanted to be one of those dudes. So he went and tried to work uh, as such. And he went to try to be a cop and he took an aptitude test and he tested too high to be one. Oh, wow. And then, uh, and then for as far as the detective program, they only took like two or three people a year. Yeah. So if you tested too high, and you, so if it was like you had to be, it was almost like a fucking Starbucks employee. Like you had right. to test low enough in order for you to be a cop. Right. And yeah. It is insane. Like, how yeah. do you expect people to to make a, a like a a more like critical thinking in the in the heat of like like being able to push your own fear of your own death aside and making these correct decisions in these high pressure situations mm -hmm. when you want them to not be able to critically think. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you have to always go for the best of the brightest and, and a lot of departments aren't doing that and, and they're not, and they got to pay them better too. It's like you're going out there and you're just hiring some high school bully who who's content with making yes. 56,000 a year. That's not good for any of us. But if you say, you know, Santa Monica PD starts at 96,000 a year. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you don't hear a lot of Santa Monica cops shooting anybody. They're running around in shorts, you know, just, yeah. just chilling, enjoying the weather. Yeah. And so um, it's, it's, it's got to, and, and get a black police chief, every major department, come on. And I'm not saying that just to say affirmative action. I'm saying you want to see change, stop having the bagpipes playing in the fucking background for the love yeah. of God. You know, like every institution needs to modernize, be it schools, policing, you know, everybody has to modernize, you know? There's just too many people for that. There not be representation for everybody. It's just insane. Like, there's just too right. many of us now. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, um, but yeah, if, if, you know, they don't get rid of, in my opinion, police unions or at least severely disable them, you're going to have a whole lot of defiant police departments in America. And right now, a lot of them are calling in sick because of budget cuts, you know? Yeah. So it's like, 
you know, they have to, they have to get rid of the union so that people can have access to their police and who polices them, you know? Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's just bad. It's like, you get the problem too, is because then a lot of the, the heads of those unions are the fucked up people. So it's like, they're, they're not allowing any kind of change either because they're like, no, fuck that. Mm -mm." And that's exactly where it is. It's these police unions because what happens you get jammed up in one department, you can just go to another one, but mm-hmm. they need a, a national database that says, if you blew it once as a cop, you're done. You don't get to police anywhere. I work at AutoZone, bro. Yeah. Like you, you do not get to carry get a gun. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't get to drive a car, carry a gun. You don't get to. And so, you know, hopefully the change will come that we'll see that. And that's why when, you know, people know that I have cop friends and stuff, they're like, you're not woke, bro. I'm like, I'm fucking woke. But I'm also not about to ditch some of my close friends just because it's 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 uh it's popular too, you mm-hmm. know. And these are good dudes that I'm friends with, and you know I I know well, they're that's not the other bad thing too. I think if you weren't woke, you wouldn't have any of those conversations with them. And I'm I I have no doubt in my mind that you do. <laughs> oh yeah, we do all the time. And and, and I yeah. have some cop friends who are on the other side, Trump supporting, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. damn. And I, I school them all the time, and they and they they like it. They like hearing something outside of their bubble you know what i mean and so like i i just i think the best thing people can do just in life is be a moderate stay in the middle and listen and 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 be a critical thinker you know don't just it's so easy to go hard left or hard right because well, yeah just that's like, the I'm whole all weird in. team politics the, the yeah you know the buy yeah yeah i call balls and strikes you know i don't i don't like donald trump that's just a fact i don't you know mm. if he did something good i'd call it out but i haven't seen it and so that's just my opinion. But if you voted for him, fine. We can still hang, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. I don't care. I'm not going to hold it against you. Yeah. I mean, it's harder and harder to feel that way at this point. But there's been plenty of people who voted for Trump that were like, ah, Holy, I shouldn't yeah, have yeah. done that. Well, then also, like, there's plenty of people that voted for him that were just like, I was just told uh, once I got a little money, I'm supposed to vote Republican. And I, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know this. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, this is just the craziest time ever. I'm 40 now, and I can't remember a crazier time than right mm-hmm. now. It's It's just... It's insane. <laughs> and it was it was funny because my, my therapist started talking, running conspiracy theories by me one day. It was like, Mr. Lockhart, I have heard that the George Floyd is still alive. I was like, what? She goes, I saw it on the <laughs> what Facebook. Videos are, are there, what videos I, I, are they watching? I, I go, where did, you, where did you hear this? I go, UPI, AP, Reuters? She goes, I don't know them. <laughs> She goes, I, 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 I was like, get your news from them. I was like, them. If it, if it didn't go through them, it didn't happen. Don't get it from fucking Facebook. I go, that's Stephen Jackson, his friend. He just looks like him. And she's like, she's like oh, okay. Other than that, like, honestly, all respect. I have to get a new therapist now because, like, I can't have a conspiracy theorist <laughs> who's getting her news off of fucking Facebook guiding my daily decisions. <laughs> I was just like, no, like, and, and she says, uh, Mr. Fred, I've heard that Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates are keeping this thing going so they can make money. I'm like, Bill <laughs> Gates needs money. He needs money. Then why does he give most, Every why does he give 25%? Percent, why does he, yeah. Do, yeah, come on. Yeah. He gives it all to the foundation and it's just like, and so you, you start, and she's like, she's Persian. So I don't know like where her political stance is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm like, who the fuck, how do you, do you have a degree? Like, how the fuck did you come to the, that George Floyd is still alive? I go, that would be bigger than the moon landing being fake. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Don't you think somebody would be talking about it? Jesus. But yeah. she's one of those people that believes the world gets together in the morning and conspires, I guess. I'm like, go to the DMV. That's your government now. And that's how fucking <laughs> organized and conspiracy it is. It's like, come on. Yeah. Well, that's always, that, I always love how, uh, how optimistic and hopeful conspiracy theorists are in they have so much faith in all of yeah. these entities that they're able to organize some of this shit where it's like you realize like, how, they fight about everything and you think yeah. they're this one thing they're not gonna fight about like they, you don't it, think it, there's any fighting within the cabal you don't think there's yeah. any quarreling you think they're all just they're yeah all we just get together we take a vote together. yeah, yeah. beyonce yeah. and and, yep. and oprah mm-hmm. yeah and so it's just so funny to me like yeah when people like these flat earthers, like, are, like word, like really, like you're that's arrogant right there. A flat earther, like <laughs> wow, like you're gonna have egg on your face in about five years when you can go take that trip, you know. 
And they and conspiracy theorists never consider that their option is far more fantastic than reality. Like course, the people but that's who say, what it is. yeah, that's like what, it's it's a it's a distra- a fearful distraction. Yeah, like that, if they say they say we didn't land on the moon, you think fucking Russia would have kept their mouth shut about that if we didn't really land on the moon? Mm-hmm. Like they would have called us on our shit. Like faking, how much money they spent yeah, trying to race us to the faking moon? Faking going to the moon would be harder than actually going to the moon. You know, mm-hmm. and faking it would be way harder. Like it's a pretty simple concept, and they achieved it. But they're like, well, I didn't have computers back then. It's like they had rockets, motherfucker. You know, like it's it's just it's it's so arrogant to me to dismiss. Like it's like no, it's nighttime right now. That's what it is. It's like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> it's daytime. No, 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 no. <laughs> And I'm an idiot because I'll get into it with them too. You know? Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Such an unrewarding experience too. We got to wrap this up. Tell everybody where to find you, Freddie, uh, on the internet. Can, oh, I was going to say you can find me in my California king bed uh, most <laughs> most of the time. Man, talk about yeah. a name drop. Yeah, huh? Nice it brag. It's me, the wife, and the two dogs. Um, I am on Twitter, and uh, that's Freddie Lockhart on Twitter. And then I'm on Instagram. If you like dogs, that's pretty much it that I post. I say funny shit every once in a while on Twitter. Um, I have nothing coming up, nothing appearing. <laughs> I will be eating, drinking, smoking, and breathing. And that that's it. It's great. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for coming and bullshitting with me uh, cor- from my you. quarantine space to your quarantine space. Yeah, um, I had a great time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to any of the topics, but I think we, we did. We, 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 we still talked so much. Oh, we carried on, is. didn't we? We carried on, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, don't you know? We it had was a great, great time just oh, catching up. Great. Just shooting the shit. You know oh, don't how it you is. Know. Oh, oh, don't you know? Oh, my gracious. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure you go to No Sir Pod, at No Sir Pod, at The Funny Carmen, at Freddie Lockhart on the yeah. Instagram, on all the things. Oh, yeah. On the web wonderful. there. <laughs> thanks for listening thanks for being on Freddie. you have yourself a good day oh baby. thank you don't you know go packers okay go pack go pack no sir i don't like it 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 no sir i don't like it